Hello, everybody. Welcome to the video and live streaming show. I'm John Lacey and I'm joined by Sam Proof today. And we're talking all about editing short form vertical videos. So YouTube yeah. shorts, reels, TikTok, all, of, all that sort of thing and the software that we use. So um, we are going out to all of the places. So if you are in the chat, um, please say hi. We'd love to hear from you. And also, I guess, specifically about what you're doing with short form video, if, if anything. So hi, Sam. How are you doing this week? Doing good. Had a had a bizarrely up and down week, but today is a good day. <laughs> How have you been? I've been pretty good, although I am feeling my age, and today actually is my birthday in my time oh. zone at the moment. So happy birthday in the Thank future! Thank you. <laughs> I'll come back tomorrow and say it again in my time zone. Sure. <laughs> so I, I guess uh, you know, obviously, we, we've seen the the rise of this short form vertical video. I know we've spoken about this on a number of occasions, um, but I thought today it might be a really good opportunity to talk about how we actually created ourselves. I know that um, Sam's going to talk to us about uh, CapCut, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Camtasia. So I guess Sam, you know, maybe if you can speak a little bit about what it is about. Uh, about CapCut that you, that you actually like uh, like using and, and working with it? Sure. Um, so one of the nice things about CapCut is it is both a desktop app and a phone app. So I actually didn't even know the desktop existed at first and was just doing it because I needed something quick to edit TikTok videos on the go because editing within TikTok can be a bit of a pain and then, you know, then you have to I want to be able to repurpose it, repurpose it. So you have to go and download it, but you have to find a special site, download it without the watermark, blah, 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 blah. So having it all cut in one place and then being able to share it out from there was better for me. And then I found out they had the desktop app and I was like, this is great. One of my favorite things about CapCut um, is that it has an auto captioning functionality, which works pretty good. So. That is, that is why I'm using this particular tool for vertical video. Nice. Um, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about captioning a, a little bit later on. Um, I guess uh, in terms of Camtasia, uh, TextMist Camtasia is, uh, and why I use it, I suppose, is uh, it's... It's a video, it's a piece of video editing software. And I think broadly speaking, most pieces of video editing software all do the same sort of things. Uh, the thing that is Camtasia's superpower is its ability to record your screen. Uh, so as, as someone that likes to teach uh, about software and concepts, uh, it's a really great opportunity for me to sort of capture my screen and, uh, you know, just just have the ability to not just grab the, the screen itself, but also some of the, the metadata that comes along with it. So things like the movement of the mouse, uh, you can zoom in and zoom out, you can blur out sensitive information, all those kinds of things, which make it really, really useful. Um, I'll, I'll talk a little bit in a moment about actually recording because I, I, I guess uh, that is something that I do within this piece of software that I, I don't think you can do in, in CapCut on the desktop. But we'll explore not on that the in a little bit. You, no. Not on the desktop, but on the on the uh, mobile app. <laughs> Unless they've changed and, it and I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I did have a bit of a look because I have, in anticipation yeah. of this episode, I have been playing with CapCut on the on the desktop. And I must say, it's it's it looks like a really good piece of software. But yeah. um, I, I should just say, just as a side note, I'm not a mobile creator, generally speaking. If I need to do anything other than a very, very simple edit, like I want to go to my computer. That's that's where I'm most comfortable. Um, but I guess another thing that I really enjoy about Camtasia is uh, the ability to build a, a library of content and, and easily reuse and repurpose that content. Because as people who have seen this show once or twice before will know, I'm very passionate about actually doing that. So, yeah. I mean, Sam, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you, you're not recording in CapCut, so maybe if you can just let us know your your current process and, and what you usually do in terms of getting that video in the first place. Sure. So um, I basically have either a planned video where I'm going in and I've most of the time going to be recording on my phone. So I'll have that up here almost in front of where this camera is, uh, but I want to get it in that vertical format of originally. Um, and that'll be a scripted one. I'll have a prompter going or something like that. And then I'll import that into a uh, hard drive and then into um, CapCut from there. Or I am taking one of my previous live streams and cutting that down to a clip. 
which is what I'm going to show you today. For, for things like the Cute Avalanche Kitten Cam, we do three chats a week. We often have very important things that we want to get out to our community in different places. So I'll go in, drop the entire live stream in, and just pick out the parts I want people to hear. Sure. Um, so I guess, um, <clears throat> and I've already alluded to it a little bit, um, but one of the, the great things about Camtasia, for my use of it anyway, um, is to, to actually record the screen. And I, I talk about this all the time, but I actually made a graphic because I figured this might be an easier way of explaining it. But if you are recording uh, your screen for short, uh, short form vertical video, it's really great if you can physically move your monitor into that position. So I'm very fortunate in the sense that I've got a monitor here that... Um, the, the basically is uh, it, it's on monitor arm, so I can repurpose it. I, I can re reposition it essentially and uh, change it from horizontal to vertical. Um, and then it's just a matter of uh, sort of right clicking on the desktop, going to personalize and just adjusting those settings. So I usually go from landscape to portrait flipped. And the only reason I use portrait flipped is just that's a little bit easier on the cabling uh, that's that's involved with that. So that's one thing that is really, really worthwhile exploring. So if you can physically uh, change the, the orientation of your screen to capture proper 1080 by 1920, uh, that way you'll have to do a lot less sort of cropping and, and zooming and, and stretching of, of the things that you've recorded. Yeah, that's I guess... awesome. I literally just got monitors that rotate so that I could do exactly that. <laughs> And it's funny because I was thinking about it for the longest time and I, I one day I just went, I should just try it. I just just gingerly rotate it on the arm and it was fine. It, it worked yeah. perfectly. Um, so I guess I'll, I might just bring in um, Camtasia so we can talk about it a little bit. So uh, this, this is TechSmith's Camtasia. This is sort of the, the opening screen here. And um, one of the things I do like about this is that I can actually record within Camtasia. So... Um, they have a number of different products, Audiates, uh, which is basically their version of Descript, um, and Snagit, which is sort of a, a image, um, sort of a screen capture and annotation, but but predominantly for for images rather than videos. Um, so in this case, if I go to the new Camtasia video recording option, and I'll just wait for that to pop up. There's a good chance it may pop up on another screen. So we'll just give it a second. There we go. I'll just drag it over <laughs> here so you can see it. So essentially, we have all these different options. So I have the ability to record a screen and I can, you know, record screen one, screen two. I can have a custom region. I can change sort of the orientation. Uh, there's even a, a 640 by 4, 640 by 640 square for Instagram, which again, I think, uh, you know, Instagram's evolved a little bit since the, the last update here, but I've got the ability to record the screen. I can record my web camera or my, uh, you know, my whatever I'm using as a web camera. So in this case, I'm actually coming through the, the cam link, um, which I'm using on, on the stream. So it's not actually available here, but I could certainly turn that on. I've got the, the microphone. So again, I can choose my input here. And again, I'm coming through the, the Rodecaster Pro. So I've got that good to go. And I can, I can actually record other system audio as well. So the nice thing about this is that, um, you know, these will all come in as separate assets. Um, so, uh, you know, if there's times where I want to show the screen and me, I can do that. If I want to hide me in a certain point, if I want to hide the screen, I can do that as well. But also you kind of have the, the option to... Uh, I sort of describe it as building a video rather than recording a video because I think sometimes we want to do everything and we just assume like, you know, you hit start, you do all of the things and then you hit stop and you're good to go. But I can actually record the screen. I can record myself separately. I can um, narrate on top of it. You know, we're all very used to the, the documentary style um, narration on things. So you really do have a lot of options here. So that's, that's one thing that I really, really do enjoy about uh, Camtasia. As a, as a recording medium. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So I guess before we go uh, too much further, we should probably talk about this. And again, I'm, I'm jumping all over the place, but here we go. So embracing the constraints of short form vertical video. So, I mean, there, there are two that, that I think are, are really worth unpacking. Um, obviously, uh, and the, the clues are in the name, 
we've got we've got two things here. One is is the uh, the length of the video. So you know mm-hmm. it, this this depends a little bit on the platform, but sort of anywhere from fifteen seconds to to sixty seconds. And yeah, the other and thing, even, even as low as seven for for certain platforms. Sure. And I guess you know the the shorter and the the snappier and more on on points, the better. Generally speaking. Um, so you've got that and of course you know we're actually working in that that vertical orientation so um is is there anything that you think we need to keep in mind in terms of doing that sam yeah i i think one of the things that makes short form um so awesome when it comes to like you know uh viewership and watch time and things like that i well I said, viewership is watch time. You will have people uh, specifically stick around in a video and rewatch it multiple times. So the audio, rete- the audience retention on a short video is likely to stay above a hundred percent on the really the micro shorts, like those seven to fifteen second ones. Um, whereas you look at like a standard YouTube video. If we were going to back and look at the replay of this live stream in an archive form, we'll probably have, you know, a good 30% drop off within the first two minutes, if that. Um, I have these micro shorts that are seven to 15 seconds that have a 200% watch time, like audience uh, retention. It means they have watched through it at least two cycles before they went, oh, okay, it's done. And what, what really helps you with that is a knowledge of like sort of a natural looping um, and I'm probably not going to get into that so much in my example, but I, uh, I might have something where I can show that off that I've previously done and how I did that. Um, so yeah, if you can get a sense on, you know, all of the sort of major things that a bring people in like a strong title, a strong image, a strong hook to get them in for the, you know, initial second or two, and then find a really fluid loop it'll keep them sticking around for a, a cycle or two more. And that's amazing. You know, I'll, I'll have a seven, seven second video with 15 hours of watch time. <laughs> yes. Seems like insane. <laughs> and I mean, I've, I've certainly had this experience where I've been uh, watching uh, TikToks or YouTube shorts and I'm physically moved away from, from my phone, but I've got my Bluetooth oh, yeah. headphones on and I, it just loops forever until right. I physically come in and, and flick to another video. Like, I so, can't listen to this anymore. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so I, just in terms of, of Camtasia, I just wanted to, to talk about those two things specifically. So, um, you know, first of all, uh, I, I guess it's worth mentioning too that whatever the first piece of media is that you drop onto the the project timeline, it'll kind of default to to those those that orientation and that size. But if you wanted to manually change that, you can go to the file menu and go to project settings. There are a whole bunch of different defaults in here, but to the best of my knowledge, I don't think there is uh, one that's actually for vertical video yet. There's a really good chance. Uh, that'll come out in the next upgrade. But essentially, all I do is go to custom for the canvas size, and I just reverse these values. So we go 1080 by 1920. Um, I mean, optionally, you could adjust uh, the color or the frame rate. um, But once I've uh, done that, I'm pretty much good to go. And you'll see that you've got that there. Another thing that uh, I find quite useful, and I must admit, I like to jam pack a lot of information into my shorts and probably too much information, if I'm being honest. So I, I sort of, one of the things, we do have this marker track. And if you don't see that marker track, you can go up to the, the view menu and go to hide or show marker with control M. Uh, but basically all I do is sort of, I, and it sometimes it helps if I zoom in a little bit to get a nice accurate version of this, but uh, essentially all I really want to do is just put a little bit of a visual mark here at the one minute point, just to remind myself that anything that's happening after this, you know, everything in my video should really be happening back here. So that's just a a couple of things that that I do uh, in terms of uh, editing in in Camtasia for this specifically. But, uh, you know, again, just keep those those constraints in mind. And I think sometimes, especially if you're coming from the world of, of horizontal video, it, it can take a, a bit of getting used to. So, you know, just, just hang tight because I think it is, it is worth the opportunity. Yeah. All right. um, I think, I think Camdasia definitely has a few things uh, that CapCut doesn't and vice versa. Um, 
But uh, though yeah, I, I guess one easy. thing that we really should call out is the fact that uh, CapCut is literally free, and I think um, the yes. last time I checked, Camtasia was three or four hundred dollars worth. So oh, yeah. keep keep yeah, that, that in mind. And I, I've been using this forever, and I've only just started really using it for short form video, um, uh, vertical video recently. Yeah. But I think it's. And I guess that's the other thing that I kind of encourage people to think about. Uh, you know, often the best video editing uh, software is the one that you know how to use, because yeah. you've already you've you've got some muscle memory. You've you've actually got uh, you know the the efficiencies built in. So, unless there's a really compelling reason to switch, I probably would encourage you to stick with what you know. Or if right. you do want to change, just be aware that. You know, everything comes with a with a learning curve, and you're gonna have to invest some some time and some uh, some research and, yeah, and maybe a little in, bit of training. Case in point to that, I uh, I've always been like an Adobe Premiere person since very early on, and recently, after my last job uh, went away, lost my license for for that. So I this is why I was exploring these things, and CapCut was kind of the first one I got, just because I could do it on my phone. Um, but like DaVinci Resolve looks like a great program. I just haven't gotten over those hurdles of like, where's what now? Uh, but again, that is, that is a free program, DaVinci Resolve. Uh, for the most part, free. There's some, some super pro things that most people don't even need that they do charge for. But otherwise, looks like a great software. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because it is, it is really, really cool. I guess the one thing I would, I would just let everybody know up front that I didn't know about until I downloaded it is that it is three it, it is a three gigabyte um downloader so just just keep yeah. that in mind if yeah. you if you don't have great internet just just bear that in mind um <laughs> but but essentially uh it does a lot of great things it does have some paid functionality but I was surprised mm -hmm. how little I needed any of it yeah yeah and uh you know back when we used to record the this show offline and sort of bring it in together they have a really a, a really easy and rather elegant multicam selection so mm -hmm. um uh, or option essentially you sort of uh you bring the the two clips together um and, and once they're good to go you literally hit the one or two uh key yeah. on, on your number pad and you you're kind of good to go it's it's really quite sounds amazing. very similar to uh adobe premiere's multicam feature which is great those mm -hmm. both sound super easy yeah I think you're a cat on me a little bit there, Sam. Um, but hopefully it's just the glitch uh -oh. in in the. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm back. I think I think you're right now. Better. Yep. Okay. okay. Cool. I I had oh. my. This is my first time. We're going out to uh, my LinkedIn page, so I had brought that up just to make sure it was working. Apparently, too much. <laughs> <laughs> I must that. admit, if I'm if I'm being completely honest with you, the minute I opened Camtasia, my poor computer's starting to. Um, <laughs> I, I can hear the, the the buzzing in the background, but that's all right. It's it's doing its best uh, on on a Saturday morning here in Australia. So this is uh, the the uh, video and live streaming show. I'm John Lacey, and this is Sam Proof. And today we're talking all about editing short form vertical video. So your YouTube shorts, your reels, your TikToks and the the different pieces of software that we actually use to do this so i think um let's let's talk a little bit about uh actually editing so do you do you want to talk about this first sam or do you want me to go first uh i'll go first doesn't matter to me okay. awesome okay. okay so i'll um bring bring your screen on um so this is CapCut. talk to us about yeah CapCut. so this is this is CapCut. uh i backed out so this is the sort of home page that you'll see if you have projects they'll show up here uh you can start a blank project and it just takes you right into the editor which is pretty similar to most of the other editors i'm actually going to go back out real quick and open one that i started just because as i said oh hang on is this not the one hmm I guess I lost my import. Okay. Um, well, I guess I didn't start one then. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> this is your blank canvas. At the bottom here, you have your timeline. Uh, this will be your media section in the top left and then your preview player right here. Uh, and then your details if you want that. Uh, let me go and grab the piece of footage I want to use today. So I'm gonna go into Past broadcasts. Oh boy, it's being slow, which is super fun. Um, <laughs> there we go. 
and I'm going to go into my ISO folder and we're going to grab from 119, drop that in there. It's actually very fast. That is like a two hour piece of footage. Um, nice. And as with most editing softwares, there's two to three to four ways of doing anything. So I can just drop that right into my timeline and I can trim from here. I can, you know, go into the middle and uh, cut right there, you know, there go. I could even do it before I bring it in by dragging the handles on this. And, you know, I could drop it in at that point and there it throws it right in the middle. So let me get rid of that. What I uh, want to do today is we're going to find a moment. Let's just back out. Uh, in this chat that we had, and we were talking about this kitten here, I had some major, major movements, has been a little sick. So we want to make a quick TikTok video, YouTube short video to give people an update on that. Uh, first off, we're going to go into our player, hit this button that currently says original, and that'll bring up our aspect ratios. And we're going to flip this to a nine by 16 for vertical. And then I can just manually zoom in here. I can pull this scale thing here if I want. So again, multiple ways to do stuff. And there, let's go in there. Uh, I do want to point out they have these hotkeys, which are always good times. Um, and they have two main, they don't have a lot of hotkeys, but they do have the important ones. They also, this is their default is shortcut one. Uh, and it's B and A for your most important keys. But if you're familiar with Premiere and other things that mimic Premiere, go to Shortcut 2, and now you have those keys. They're close but different. Um, so I use that. Okay. So we're not going to take up too much time here, but I can move this around manually to center my wife, who's going to be delivering the most important parts of the conversation that I want. See if I can actually find that moment. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm just going to drag to here. We're going to find our endpoint. Something like that. Uh, I'm making it up as I go along, obviously, but so I can zoom in with the uh, plus or minus to adjust how close in on that timeline I am. Obviously, this is a longer clip than I would probably make uh, for just a normal TikTok, but in this particular instance, this is the kind of thing we want. Uh, speaking of things we want, I'm going to grab some pictures, some uh, videos of the cat in question, because, you know, we want to see that cute cat. So mm -hmm. here we go. Here's a few of those. And I think we have pictures and videos here. Let's just grab everything. And we'll once again, just drag and drop. There they are. And I can throw those right into the timeline on a new layer, just like, you know, uh, Premiere or whatnot, and position those where I want them. There's a uh, different snapping and uh, things that will make this easier or more fluid for you. They turn on and off. Uh, but we're going to leave it like this. I'm going to mute the uh, that whole track with this mute thing. You can also obviously hide the entire track. And when you've got to a point where you want it like it is, you can lock the track so you don't accidentally mess it up. Uh, I'm going to just grab the rest of these so I can... Oops. Uh, and maybe while you're doing that, um, I, yeah. I don't know if this was an intentional um, typo um, or just a wonderful pun, um, but Garen Bellini on, on LinkedIn is saying, talk cat cut to me, baby. <laughs> That's good. Um, spe speaking of typing, I wanted to point this out. This is your title of your project. This gets generated uh, based on when you create that, but you can just go click into this. And uh, type whatever you want. Um, so that is 117. Put a hyphen in there. So we have our title thing. Uh, yeah, this is roughly what we want here. Um, I'm going to pull in on some of these clips so that the cat is zoomed. 
and you can do quite a bit much more here. Um, if I bring two clips together, we can go into some of the cool things that CapCut does have at the top here on the left. Uh, so they have their original sound uh, library from TikTok. They are a ByteDance company, so they have a lot of crossover with TikTok. So if I wanted to find an, a nice sound to go under all of this, I can find that from here. Um, and they have a bunch of different categories. So I'll just drop into blog. I know you guys can't hear the tracks over here, um, which we did because it was too late to pull that off well. So, but and, yeah, and frankly, probably there, there were probably some copyright implications for, for that doing that on, on all the various platforms too. Probably fair. Yeah. <laughs> so we can do that. We can adjust the volume of this audio by either dragging the timeline or as you can see reflected up here, we have the uh, the readout as well. So I'll go right down to about a 20 on that, minus 20, I mean, actually for this. Sounds like 16 is great. Um, and we're just gonna drop this down and pretend that's where the edit is for the sake of the show. <laughs> uh, if we wanted to do some custom text, we can add custom text real easily. Uh, we just hit that button it drops it here. We can reposition it visually here, add our text over on the right window here. Uh, and I'll just, yeah, Tuesday. Uh, actually, let's uh, let's do dumpling update. Um, the dumpling is the cat in question who has just been a little bit on the sick side recently. And we rushed her over to our rescues um, clinic. So if you're familiar with TikTok itself, you're familiar with the sort of styles they have for all of those text things, which is great. These built-in style creations and whatnot, uh, which you can see reflected up here immediately. So that looks good. Uh, we can adjust how long that's on screen. There you go. And uh, let's, how did this get down here? <laughs> that's interesting. It looks like it was a bug. Um, so I'm going to throw that right in between these two clips and we'll grab a transition here um, and just do that for a little dynamic fun. And boom, there you go. So yeah, it's got a big list of transitions. Uh, you could throw some stickers on there for some fun things. If you want a, a subscribe button at the end of your video and things like that, drop that in. I'm not really going to do that. Uh, if you want to call attention anything you have an arrow you have a circle all those kind of things you got a bunch of emojis just if you want the viral feel of a tiktok video um in effects this isn't linked to tiktok has a very wide C uh, ucg uh, effects library it doesn't have access to all of that but it does have a bunch of crazy effects if that's the kind of thing you're going for just to show one of these off there you go um pixelate everything blur things it's not quite the level of like an adobe gaussian blur uh filter or anything like that but it does does some fun stuff uh like this edge glow has a very viral thing going on where uh it'll uh yeah I think this video is too long for it <laughs> to, to, to render all of that right. But you, you can see what it would look like. Um, and once, you know, we've made our cuts, we've done our edit, we've got the sound we want, any of the, the built-in stuff there, um, clips and all that, I want to do one last thing, which is going to take me a second to remember where it is. But I imagine it's in here. In yeah, text, we're going to yeah. text and we're going to do auto caption. Yep. And uh, yeah, we don't have anything. We're going to select our language is fine and create. It'll take a little bit because it's probably, well, I guess I've cut it down to two minutes, right? I mean, but it'll I take guess, a while. you know, that is that is the, the benefits. So, uh, you know, because you're working with short form vertical video, it's, it's most e rendering even if you do a large, large file size, like it's not going to yeah. be the same as a complete documentary or whatever. Um, yeah. So 
I, I mean, if you can, so I don't know if it's generated the, the captions. But yes, if you, yeah, it has. If you can sort of talk about the captions a little bit, but before we do that, I just want to, and again, I'm, I know I'm going to be the grumpy old man that puts on his accessibility hat, <laughs> but just make sure that the, the captions are actually technically correct because, um, uh, Ariel Nissenblatt, who's, uh, sort of big in the, the podcasting space, she was sharing a video about a podcast episode she made recently. And, uh, you know, I, I watched the whole thing to, to get the, part of the text said, oh, you know, I wanted to tell you about my, my hairy episode. And I'm oh, like, yeah. hairy episode? Like, what the hell is she talking about? And it turns out she was talking about Harry, as in Prince Harry. Um, so uh, it, I, I don't know if it's difficult to do on on the mobile app or if people are just really lazy. But honestly, just go in, check check the spelling, make sure it says what you actually said. Yeah. Uh, you know, not everyone needs that, but I think everyone appreciates that. And the people that do need that probably need it to be correct yeah so okay it has rendered everything if you see it has created this top level of um these little red clips here that is our auto captioning so they're all sentence by sentence created so we'll just go into one of those right now um and i'm just gonna blow up my timeline a little bit so you can actually see the text show up in the timeline as well as up here and of course in the window, but it's a little too small right there. So we'll blow this up. We'll bring it up to a relatively safe area for readout because down here on TikTok, no good. Uh, I can apply my, uh, my style to it and that'll apply to everything if I have this checked. So now this one over here has it as well. And we're probably gonna wanna go in and give that a little return so we can blow it up even bigger. And yeah, Nathan asks when next Michigan stream, which is pretty much actually how he said it. So that is accurate. Uh, <laughs> if we look in this one, uh, let's select that and do the same thing. Boom. And drop that. So it's pretty good, pretty quick about adding these styles. And you just have to kind of go in one by one to see where you want any kind of line breaks to happen and uh, readjust. And if you want to make specific adjustments to one in particular, take off that apply to all and you'll be good. Like, oh man, this one seems super important. Let's go red and bigger. Okay, that one's that. But everything else, still the blue, mm -hmm. um, which is great. Love that. Uh, let's do that. Um, you can do more than just those simple styles. They do have animation things and we can throw these animations onto clips as well as our text. So I want this to, boom, it pops up, right? We can do an in, we can do an out. <laughs> so I'm going to have it wave. Uh, no, 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 we'll uh, have it glitch out. And then here you go. um that i don't believe has an apply all that would be interesting if they did that that would be nice but no you, you would have to do the animation one by one on that um and i and guess also, i yeah i sorry to interrupt sam Go um I, I i you know i i am the grumpy old man of video obviously but i i guess my my the thing i want to encourage people to do is maybe just have a little bit of design restraint and not use all of the animations. I mean, you don't want to make people right. motion sick. Um, no. you, you kind of want to think, you know, is there enough um, contrast between the text and the background to actually be able to yeah. see and read the text, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you, you've demonstrated how, how easy it is to get started. And, and obviously, um, people can go and download CapCut. And and it's it's it probably is a really great um, entry-level option for a lot of people. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I can wrap this up. I think the only things I really want to point out, um, if you're doing a video that does not have talking in it already, they also have a text-to-speech reader uh, and a variety of just, look at this, this is a whole couple dozen different voices you can choose through. Um, they're not too robotic. Some of these are pretty good. Some of these are a little, that one's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry you couldn't hear that, but also I'm glad. Um, so yeah, it has text-to-speech. It has some motion tracking abilities. Uh, you can do green screen on here. You can, gosh, I forget if they have a digital background remover. I think they might. Um, and then exporting is just as simple as this. 
you've already got your you know your video stuff set from bringing it in but you can change this uh like i had the ability to export just the audio so that i could do a podcast but here we're going to do video export we do all of these things we can change our settings if we want um there's, there's actually one part about this that I specifically wanted to ask about, and that's the cover. Have you have you used the the cover feature? I haven't. So it does have a cover feature, and when you go to export, so right now it's just going to save locally to whatever folder you want, um, and I'll do that, and it should be relatively quick. Once you're done with this, it's going to bring up a social sharing screen, and you can link uh, your TikTok account as well as uh, your YouTube account. And you can export directly to those platforms instead of manually uploading on your own. And I assume that's where the cover comes into play. I have not done that because I like to just do everything else on my own terms. Because um, I imagine so, the yeah, only place people are actually seeing that cover is if they go to your TikTok profile. Yes. Because, I mean, the, yeah, the minute the video is served up to you, you're, you're watching the video. You're not really waiting for it to load unless you've got a particularly right connection, I suppose. Yeah, with with all uh, all of the vertical um, platforms, YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels, and TikTok, they just go. There is, you know, the only time you're seeing that cover is when you go to someone's profile. So it's it's probably under 5% of the viewers ever see that, you know. If if five percent, maybe even less. So I it's it's a bit of a culture much, shock, but... sort of coming from the the horizontal YouTube thing, where the yeah. the the uh, you know the thumbnail is all important it's, to yeah to this, the, the this cover is world. Uh, you know probably the most important thing next to the title. It's probably more important than the title half the time. So yeah, <laughs> this is it's a whole it's a brave new world, <laughs> coverless world. And again, like I think we've spoken about this in the past, but you know, obviously you want to customize the content a little bit for individual platforms. But I'm thinking, yeah. you know, just watching you do that, like if you recorded high TikTok, high Instagram, high yes. YouTube, and just replace those clips. Um, and again, you can use the TikTok music on TikTok, but you can just remove it and export it again for for YouTube. So I mean, yeah, and. You know, and, and I'd like to point out to, to that effect, you know, you can go right back into that project after you've exported it. You could duplicate it from the home page and then just change. Boom. I just made it into a square. The friggin' auto capture. Everything's right there. That looks perfect. Um, <laughs> like no adjustments needed at that point. Uh, obviously, I have to push in on some of those things and I didn't adjust any of those before I did it. But yeah, you know, you can make multiple pieces of content super quick this way nice all right cool um so thank you for for that so um you know I, I, it's it's one of those things there are a lot of video editing softwares out there um yeah. but i i do feel like CapCut would be the one i'd be recommending to to new new people because it is relatively straightforward it is free um, you know, it's a, it's a great place to, to um, you know, d dip your toe a little bit into video editing. And obviously, we're talking about vertical video today, but, you know, you, you're not constrained by that. You can certainly change those dimensions um, from that screen. Yeah, awesome. I would I would just as easily use this for, you know, some long form, some short, shorter long form stuff. I'm not cutting a feature film on here, probably, but I don't mm -hmm. think you could, you know, I think you could if you wanted to. I think it's... Not something I'm going to do on my phone. I'd use the desktop app to do something like that. If I wanted to do um, like a YouTube uh, sketch comedy video, I would, I would probably do this if I didn't have Adobe, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, I, and like I said, uh, DaVinci Resolve is is amazing, but again, it you're going to have to spend some serious time, sort of investing um, <laughs> so, some knowledge and some skills into that that space. So. Um, that, that, that's really cool though. I, 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 again, I, I sort of downloaded it like a week ago just to have a bit yeah. of a play in anticipation of today's session. And I must admit, I am, I'm quite impressed. Um, so it's, it's definitely worth checking out. So I think, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about editing in Camtasia now. So I will just share my screen. 
Um, and again, obviously, Camtasia is a, a product you, you will need to, to purchase. They do have, a, I think, a month free trial. So if you wanted to check mm -hmm. it out, you can do that. But essentially, um, what, do you, what do you see here is sort of the, the recordings um, that, I, that I've done. So um, I've actually, I've, I've got the, the recording, um, screen recordings. Okay. So there. Um, essentially, I've got these two things on the, the track. So I've actually got the screen recording, which is this one. I can toggle it on and off to give you a sense of that. And I've also got the me in front of a green screen. So what I'll do, and I've already uh, I've already sort of set this up for um, orient uh, the right orientation. I'll just change the scale over here to 100% because I know I film this um, sort of in that format. Um, I, I sort of play around with this a little bit. I'm I'm obviously not if I if I bring this up, you can see that I'm not actually recording here vertically. But um, to be honest, I just want to sort of bring myself into the frame. I've got the green screen there. I must admit, a lot of the mobile editing apps use sort of a pretend green screen, and yep. the the software green screen things aren't great, and they usually give me a headache. So I try to avoid them. Um, but essentially, what I've got here is I've got my myself in front of the green screen with the microphone. I've got the the software demonstration in the background. One of the first things I'll do is come into my visual effects, and we've got an option here called remove a color, so I can drag that on top of my. Uh, you know, the recording of me specifically. I can come over to the options here. I can grab um, the color picker, pick sort of a medium green. Uh, it's pretty good there, but I think I, I needed to adjust the, the tolerance. And it's, I, I don't know how well you can even see that, but just in the corner, there's a little bit of uh, a bit of spill. I mean, I could crop that out as well. That is certainly another option, but I might just bring the tolerance up a little bit. Um, so essentially, you know, I'm, I'm there. Um, and obviously the other thing is I did this whole thing in, in one single take and it's way, way too long. And I do actually end up sort of coming and cutting out a lot of these things. So you've got a couple of different options. Um, I can, I can sort of come in here. I can hold down shift to select both of these tracks and, um, we can actually split those, uh, with, uh, just the S key if we want to do that. And again, I'm not, I'm not really concerned about what's actually happening here today. I have uh, have this is sort of just a example for today's purposes. Um, but essentially, I can come in, I can cut out the, all the things that are wrong. Um, one of my other favorite features is to actually come in, and if I right click on these and I've selected both of them, I have Ripple Delete, which will get rid of both of those tracks, but it'll also join the other ones together. So essentially I'll come in, I'll make whatever cuts I, I need to. Um, when I was making this project specifically, I think I got a little bit too carried away and I actually cut out something that I later needed. And I thought I could bring <laughs> back the, the, the video, but in this case, um, we have this option to do some voice narration. So, um, and I, I kind of love this because I think uh, a lot of people, um, actually before I do that, I'm just going to grab this. Um, the other thing too I should mention is that you can actually crop um, things. So I, I could see a tiny little bit of, of the green screen magic um, before I did that. So I might just bring that in. Um, yep. So anyway, I, I think, you know, for people that are just starting to make videos, it can be really daunting to be on camera. Um, it can be hard to remember all the things you were going to say. You, you may not have the luxury of a teleprompter, but you can certainly write your notes in here. Um, you know, whatever your script is, I don't, I don't have anything ready to go. You can select uh, your import. So in this case, I want this, the stereo one. And I can literally just record some audio here. So I can do that separately. And I think that's that's the thing that I encourage people to do is like, don't try to be looking at the camera and then doing the, the software demonstration and talking over the top of it. Do what you can. And actually think a little bit more about bringing these things together um, in, in that sense. Um so we, we can make all the edits that we want to. One of the things, and again, you won't be able to hear this because we haven't been able to share the sound um, this morning on, on the live stream, but just because Sam was getting me so enthusiastic about short form <laughs> video, I thought I'm going to be really clever and I'm going to say, did you know, and then pause for a moment and say, uh, creating a, creating a, uh, a live event in Restream. I don't remember the exact words I used, but something to that effect. And what I did was I actually came in and I just cut that clip so, uh, 
the second part of it, and I move the do you know to the very last bit of the video, so it does actually loop fairly seamlessly. Nice. Um, one thing that is a bit of a, a slightly annoying thing about Camtasia is it doesn't have a way to loop playback. So I literally exported this and I just watched it on YouTube as an unlisted video just to see that it did do what I wanted it to. So that's, right. I might need to give them a little bit of feedback because that feature can be, can be quite useful. So, um, you, I mean, you can certainly, uh, you can certainly drag out portions, but I, I, I just couldn't get that to loop no matter what I did. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, uh, uh, CapCut does a loop playback either, but what I will do is just copy and paste the, uh, the entirety of the project back to back so I can make sure that that loop feels good. Nice. Um, so I guess some of the other things that are maybe a little bit more, um, Camtasia specific is actually working with the, the screen capture itself. So what I'll do, um, I'm actually going to solo this track. So I'm just going to right click on it and go to en enable solo track. It basically just means that's all the only thing that's playing. And there are a few things that I kind of want to do to this track. Um, and I'll go to annotations first of all, um, and we, we do have all these call-outs. We've got arrows. We've got shapes. Um, some of these, they really do look quite dated. And again, that's probably another bit of feedback I'd love to give them. Because I think um, the, the the tradition of Camtasia, it's very much been for, for school teachers wanting to demonstrate things to their, to their uh, students. And some of, them, some of the options are a little bit ugly. Um, but I, I think, and again, I won't draw too much attention to this, but... Just uh, where my mouse is currently uh, there on the screen, it actually shows my personal email address. So I kind of don't want that to be there. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to uh, bring out a blur option. Just going to drag this onto um, onto the, the canvas. I probably will need to, or am I doing that onto the track? Okay, that's weird. I have definitely done this before, but anyway, let's, let me just see if I can do this like here, drag that on. It's going to make a liar out of me. Ah, oh, it's the joy of, of lives. <laughs> I've definitely done this in the completed project. So I'm not really sure no, why yeah. it's doing that for me now, but anyway, so we've got, we've got blur, we've got spotlight, we've got the highlights. So, um, you know, I can certainly like, if I, if I wanted to maybe only Maybe I need to do it on it. Actually, it's possibly what I need to do is actually bring it on a track. That is so weird. Ah, it's the joy of doing things live. They never work for you. Um, I'll sure. disable all, uh, all solo tracks. And I just, I'm just curious now to see if I can do it. Um, there we go. Okay. Hey, so right. yeah, I, I guess I can't <clears throat> do it with the solo track on, but essentially I bring that on there. Um, I'm going to blow that out. And I guess the other thing I'll do, I would probably actually just bring the, you know, stretches the whole duration yep. and probably do that before I start cutting up the, the video itself. And I can actually come in and just group these things together as a single track too. So that's uh, great. Hi to, uh, to Joe's joining us on, uh, on, on YouTube. Um, hello, Sam and John, a bit late, but looking forward to watching the replay. That's great. Um, and uh, Joe actually mentioned something that's a bit of a blast from the past for, for me. Uh, Sony Vegas uh, Pro 8 or 16 Magic Studio. I used to use Sony, um, Sony Vegas Studio, I think is what it was called at the time. Um, and it's uh, it's funny because I literally I started my video editing on Windows Movie Maker and it was fine, but it crashed like four hundred times every time I would try to edit anything. And I just I was so angry one day I just went out and bought some software. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's you know that that's that's a great option. I don't know if I, I have a feeling Sony don't even own that product anymore, and somebody else is running with it these days. But again. I guess, generally speaking, um, you know, if if the software does what you want it to do, keep keep using it. And that's that's the other thing about Camtasia is you do buy it outright, and they have a maintenance package where they'll give you the uh, the updates moving forward. And uh, I I tend to get those updates because I like the company and I want to support what they're doing. But to be honest, I could probably still be using the version I had six years ago. Um, <laughs> there are a few nice features that are in there as well. 
Um, but anyway, just getting back to what I wanted to show you earlier in terms of um, some of these other things that we can do. So um, if we go to animations, we can actually create animations, pans and zooms. They do also have a whole bunch of sort of presets with um, opacity and scaled fit and smart focus and that kind of thing. But like one thing that I like to do is I might drag a custom um, animation onto this timeline. Again, I might just zoom in a little bit to give you a better sense of this, but basically you have, uh, you've got this arrow and, you know, you, you, you can set some, some values before and after this. So, you know, this, if I go back here, this is, you know, where it will start. And if I go to the end here and you'll see that it's changed to a, a ready color, this will be where it is afterwards. So in this case, I kind of wanted to zoom in a little bit. So I'll, I might just do this with the, the properties on the, the right-hand side here. I'll go 150. So I can I can do that. If I go back here, I just want to make sure that it's, it's zoomed into the right place now. And again, I might even need to zoom out a little bit more. Um, I, I should note too, like you can... I'm working with two screens and it is possible to de detach some of this and have, you know, just the video on one side and, and the players on the other. But because I'm sharing this with you today, uh, you know, I just wanted to do that like that. So now if I go back and we can hit play, you can sort of see what this animation does. And it's just very slowly moves into that position. And again, if I wanted that to be a little bit quicker, I can just change the, the duration of of this. I can just drag it in. But I guess the idea was that I wanted to zoom into the the details so the people watching could really, really see that quite clearly. Um, and again, you, you might need to tweak that a little bit. But I mean, that is that, you know, those those are the kinds of things that um, and again, I, I can or I can sort of see. Well, yeah, I that, that would require a little bit of tweaking, I suppose. But, um, you know, you certainly have have those options there. OK, so. I guess, um, and I might even just try and I'll, I'll bring up a, uh, another version of this same project that's sort of more a completed version. So just give me one second to do that. But of course, this sure. is the, uh, the video and live streaming <clears throat> show. I'm John Lacey and I'm joined by Sam Proof today. Um, shameless plug, it is literally my birthday today. So any well wishes are greatly appreciated. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, while you're doing that, I just want to point out that CapCut does actually allow you to use multiple monitors to put your project into another monitor, or even if you wanted uh, the media folder or the player or the uh, uh, timeline could all be in a in a separate monitor if you wanted. Yep. There we go. Okay, I think I have a bit of a glitch in the matrix there okay. and I lost you, but I think I'm still here. So. Okay. All right, cool. Um, all right, so I'll just share this. Uh, this is sort of more of the completed version of, of this particular project. So in this case, um, you know, I blurred that out. I've zoomed into different places. Um, I'm just sort of highlighting the things that, uh, well, I actually, I say that. That's just the software with the hover effect. Um, there was a point here where I sort of actually narrated the video. So in this case, it's... Uh, it's uh, you know, I'm not on screen, but you can still hear me talking. And I sort of added an extra thing that I, I kind of left out when I was recording and I sort of pop back into the screen. And again, I don't know how well this will play this last little bit, but essentially, so like I literally say at the end of this, did you know? And then it goes back to the beginning and uh, it zooms out. And then the bit in the section, uh, the bit in the middle sort of zooms in. So we get a better sense of, of how that's working. So, um, that's that's great. I guess the other thing that I wanted to mention too is that one of my favorite features about this is the the media library. So if there are things that I want to use again and again, and I highly recommend that if you spend any time building something you're proud of, that you use it again and again. Um, and, and to do things in terms of branding, um, you know, logos, colors, that kind of thing. Um, we, we can actually set up a, a library. And I must admit, at the moment, I, I probably could add a few more folders here and organize this a little bit better. But, um, you know, I've got things like my coffee and content show, um, you know, different episodes where I've got different clips that I've, I've pulled out of there. 
I've got uh, music from um, Incomatech. This uh, Monkeys Spinning Monkeys is a very popular one on the TikTok uh, <laughs> app, so I like to use that from time to time. I've got a, a royalty-free music uh, option called Music Box, and I've got all the things in those categories. But essentially, like, if there is something that you've created before and you want to reuse, um, you know, put it in here. And I've got things like um, a, a bit of a subscribe animation, so I can I can drag this in here. This isn't really designed initially for um, for vertical video, but it certainly could be repurposed in that way. So yep. there are a whole bunch of different elements here. It sort of comes in. There's an, um, some audio that clicks and you, you see the, the button um, be clicked in that way. I've got a, um, this is from a very early video where I literally come in and sort of um, do a facepalm thing. This <laughs> is a funny thing to reference from time to time. But I guess the other thing too, like Sam, you were talking about taking that longer live stream and, and cutting it up into sections. So like if I, if I, I can pick any... I can just pick a region of whatever clip I'm working on and have I start and end time. And if I right click here, I can go um, add timeline selection to library. And that way nice. I'm good to go. And that's usually how I actually, um, how I break up those clips from shows like this one is that I will yeah. come in and sometimes I'll, if I'm feeling really organized, I will literally put markers in there and say, you know, at 18 minutes, Sam said this really cool thing about community building. Um, I, and that way I can, I can clip them out. I throw them in the library. I create a new project for each one and then I just drag it onto the, to the thing. In fact, hopefully this won't be too time consuming, but I kind of want to show you because it is, it is really quite amazing. So yeah. if we go back into our library, um, you know, I find, um, I find a clip. So, you know, this is way back. I think this was probably one of the very earliest ones that we actually did live from our holiday streams, <laughs> but essentially... I've got that there. I can scale it to fit. Um, or, I mean, alternatively, and it, I don't know if Garen Bellini is still in the chat with us, but I have actually done one recently sort of inspired by a format that, uh, that he, he was recommending. I don't know if I've got it handy is the only thing. Um, might be this one, actually. And I guess the other thing that's, that's useful, I make a video, and I'll export that video for, for LinkedIn and and. Facebook, but then I will card, and it's uh you know it's really easy to to um to get sort of stuck into that, that kind of thing. Um, all right, so I don't know. I restream is giving me a few messages about uh some connection issues, so I'm hoping we haven't lost anybody. Um, but uh, yeah, I. I hope you've uh, you've been today as we've been unpacking some of the different ways that we actually uh, work with uh, short form vertical video, um, and of course we have some birthday wishes here. Not that I'm wishing for them <laughs> at all, um, but Joe's uh, wishing me happy birthday there. Um, turkey with mole sauce and coloured food dye. Um, yeah, that that sounds really really good. Okay, I'm, I'm actually yeah. getting a definition of mole, which I'm hoping I'm pronouncing correctly, but, uh, you know. <laughs> it looks like it, yeah. All right, awesome. We are actually coming up to the hour. It's funny how time flies when we talk about things that, that we're passionate about. So yeah. on next week's show, we're actually going to be talking about YouTube as a live streaming destination. So yeah. I'm really um, keen to unpack that with Sam next week. So if you've got any questions or comments, I'd love to hear about your experiences live streaming on YouTube, whether you're doing that um, via a third-party service like Restream, like we often do, or whether you're doing that directly through through YouTube. Um, I think YouTube is a great destination because there are lots of eyes on there all of the time, yeah. but there's also a lot of competition because there's a lot of content there. Um, but we want to talk about some of the things that might be useful for your live streams on that platform. And also some of the things that you might want to think about after you go live. Um, and, and some of these things I'm just learning about myself as I, as I do this. So I, I'm really looking forward to that discussion. Um, Sam, where can people uh, find out more about you and watch your videos and do all of the, the fun stuff? Yeah, you can find me pretty much on any platform as Sam Proof. And you can find all those links at samproof.tv. And uh, uh, find me live on Twitch. Nice.
And if you want to catch up with anything I'm doing, uh, you can head over to johnlacey.com. Uh, thanks for everybody that's joined us live today in the chat. Uh, big shout out to anyone who might be watching later on. We hope you've found this useful. If you do have questions, uh, let us know wherever you see this video and we'll, uh, we'll, we might do another um, update to this episode. But again, have a great day. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week and your weekends uh, when you get there. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Bye, everyone. Hey!